Yes. Hello, and welcome to episode five of Chat from the Stacks. As I mentioned in a previous episode, and as you know, I have only been creating these podcasts for a little over a month and am in awe of people who can muster their creative writing and book sharing skills once weekly like clockwork. This morning, before pulling this all together, I was listening to episode 259 of a podcast called All the Books on Book Riot, one of my favorite go-to sites for inspiration. Can you imagine 259 episodes? I enjoy the easy banter with which the hosts fill 10 minutes of airtime about books, past, present, and pre-pub. Maybe one of the keys to successful podcasting is having someone with whom you can banter. Perhaps when my podcasting skills are more developed, I can work with a co-host to add different perspectives to the theme of the week. One thought that came out of episode 259 for chat was the idea of reading books that comfort, relax, and extend our imagination. The books that we seek out during this time should provide a little bit of an escape from some of the daily uncertainty we've been feeling. In the past few podcasts, I've talked about books that were emotionally powerful and very worthwhile reads. But one of the things that I like about the All the Books podcast is their use of the term trigger warnings. Now, I'm not a fan of censorship, nor am I likely to take a book out of a student's hands that they really want to read, wherever it lands on the middle grade young adult spectrum. I've also suggested to students that books they are anxious to read but may not be quite ready for are worth the wait. I've been asked several times over the years if I label books in the collection to inform prospective readers about difficult topics or issues they might encounter. To date, I have not, but somehow hearing the hosts of the podcast using the trigger warning term made me feel more inclined to include that in future book talks. In this podcast, though, the hosts of all the books have discussed series past and present that were steeped in spycraft, magic, and in most cases, girl power. All of these ideas resonated with me. No trigger warnings needed this week. The first series, and one that I have only recently jumped into myself, is the Agency series by Y.S. Lee. A spy in the house introduces us to young Mary Quinn, a thief and pickpocket in 1850s London who's been sentenced to the gallows for her crimes. But instead of finding herself at the end of the hangman's noose, she's rescued by one of the founders of Miss Scrimshaw's Academy and is offered a singular opportunity for a world-class education for girls. Mary? She hadn't considered that God might be female. Slowly, reluctantly, she raised heavy eyelids and focused on the speaker. The woman had changed the lavender morning dress for something darker, but it was she, the lady who'd winked at her from the gallery. That meant this was neither hell nor heaven. How do you feel? The question seemed irrelevant. Mary let her gaze slide around the room, large, simply furnished, lit by candles, and back to the winker. I don't know. Your head might ache. Chloroform sometimes has that effect, although we use as little as possible. Chloroform, a fancy word for a dangerous substance. She'd heard whispers of potions that knocked one out, but always dismissed them as wishful lies. You must be thirsty. The winker offered a glass of something pale and cloudy. At Mary's hesitation, she smiled. It's quite safe to drink. To demonstrate, she took a sip. Mary's first taste was tentative. Then, as the cool liquid filled her mouth, she guzzled it greedily. Lemonade. She'd had it once before, a couple of years ago. Now she was sorry when it was all gone. Wiping her mouth, she looked at the lady. She still felt fuzzy-headed, but her curiosity was strong. Why? Why don't I begin with who and where? And then I'll get to why and how. Mary nodded. She felt mocked. The lady sat down beside the bed. 
My name is Antra Levin, she began, and I'm the head teacher here at Miss Scrimshaw's Academy for Girls. Our founder was an eccentric and wealthy woman whose desire was to help women achieve a measure of independence. Education for girls in our country is generally very inferior, even for the rich, and many girls receive none at all. So Miss Scrimshaw founded a school. She spoke quietly, but her eyes were sharp and they rarely left Mary's face. We are a little like a charity school since most of our students would not normally be able to afford our fees. However, we are a very unusual institution in that we often select our students instead of waiting for them to come to us. We search for girls who would most benefit from the special training we offer. She paused. We have chosen you. Mary scowled. I suppose you think that's generous. What makes you think I want to be chosen? Suppose I want to hang. Instead of shock and outrage, Anne's face showed mild amusement. Don't bristle. We don't intend to keep you here by force. You may leave at any time and go directly to the gallows if you wish. But I hope you will at least listen to me for a few minutes before choosing. Mary felt both churlish and childish. She shrugged. My colleagues have been watching you for some time, you know. One of them is the wardress at the Old Bailey, of course, and another observed you in Newgate Prison during the weeks before your sentencing, and they were both struck by your intelligence. They were also intrigued by the fact that you pled guilty instead of insisting upon a trial. Most people charged with capital crimes insist upon their innocence, whether they are truly innocent or not, but you didn't. Why not, Mary? After a pause, Mary shrugged again. Maybe I was fed up. Anne's eyes glinted. With lying? Stealing? She refilled Mary's glass and passed it to her or perhaps with living. Mary's blink was the equivalent of a full confession from another, less hardened girl. You are surprisingly resigned to death for someone so young. Twelve years is enough for me, she said. Well-meaning strangers, women especially, were forever trying to coax her into a tearful confession of her life's suffering. She hadn't fallen for that sort of rubbish in years. Anne raised one thin eyebrow. That is what my colleagues suspected, and that is why we brought you to the Academy in the hope that you might find the prospect of a different sort of life more tolerable. As an honest little maid of all work, you mean? So that fine ladies can have the joy of beating me all for eight quid a year? She spat on the carpet. Not I. Anne's expression hardened. No, Mary. Not that. Not ever that. You're mad then. There's nothing else. Not for my sort. You're wrong about that. Am I? You're clever, Mary, and fierce and ambitious. There are a few professions open to women. You might join any of these, Anne paused and inclined her head, and there are one or two other possibilities available to women of exceptional abilities. But to speak of these now would be somewhat, shall we say, premature. This was absurd. Nobody ever got a second chance. Mary knew that much at least. Oh Lord, was the unexpected praise going to her head? What's your angle? She demanded. After finishing her education at 17, Mary reached a crossroad, realizing she didn't want to be a teacher or governess and instead wanted to seek adventure in the wider world. At that point, she's given the opportunity to train and become part of the agency, a network of young women spies. Mary accepts and finds herself assuming the guise of a young lady's companion to infiltrate a rich merchant's home and learn what is happening to his cargo ships. Mary also quickly learns that the home is filled with danger and deception. She does not know who to trust. 
One of the great podcasts that they also have at Book Riot is called Black Backlisted, and it is an exploration of books that have been published a while ago, but are worth revisiting. And so for next week, we will do that. We will take a look at some books that have been backlisted. In the meantime, if you're interested in the agency series, as I said, there are four, and A Spy in the House is the first one by author Y.S. Lee. I hope you found something interesting to read and something worthwhile to listen to, and I hope you'll have a great week. Thank you.